The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. In the 21st century, is there room for spirituality? Why do so many people confuse spirituality with religion? This is Spiritual Help for Everyday Life with Ingrid Auer. On our program, we will explore how spirituality can be integrated into our everyday life and in business. It can also mean help for your clients. Now, here is your host, Ingrid Auer. Hello and welcome to my radio show. My name is Ingrid Auer and I'm from Vienna, the capital of Austria. Also, Austria is a very small European country it was the homeland of many famous musicians like Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart or the Trapp family and many, many more. I'm a spiritual medium, a spiritual messenger, author and teacher, and I'm in close connection with the angels, the ascended masters, for example, Saint-Germain or Mary Magdalene or other spiritual beings. In the late 1990s, I have got a very interesting and important information from my angels. They asked me to bring helpful messages and tools from the spiritual world to our human world. You can learn more about me and my work on my website ingridhour.us. And on this website you also can find free download information about this radio show and my previous shows. Today we will speak about music and how it opens people up to spirituality. I'm very excited to welcome my guest on this show. It's a Canadian artist, international, internationally known musician and composer Robert Coxon. For those of you who haven't heard of him, it will be my pleasure to introduce him to you. So, Robert... Great to have you on the radio show as my guest today. Hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> really, really uh, wonderful to be here with you. Yeah, it's a big pleasure and honor for me that you're my guest. And before I get rolling here with my questions, would you mind telling um, you, our listeners, a bit about yourself? Well, I've been uh, doing music all my life since I was one and a half and um, the type of music that uh, I'm best known for, the meditative music, I've been doing that for over 25 years and um, I actually studied composition at McGill University um, and so I have a composition background Uh, I have a bachelor and I have a master's on um, composing. Um, but the music I was studying um, was contemporary uh, 20th century music. And uh, 
I was uh-huh. always wondering, how am I going to make any money writing this mm-hmm. kind of music? People, this destroys people. Yeah, <laughs> and, <I agree>. um, <laughs> So <clears throat> I always focused on being able to write beautiful melodies because I felt that was, was going to touch the hearts of people. Mm-hmm. And um, so I've been writing this music for 25 years with the goal of helping people in whatever way that would mean for them, uh, whether it would be for healing or uh, feeling wonderful about their life, uh, helping them to uh, have the joy and the happiness and feel the love. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what it's all about. And, um, of course, I started out using synthesizers, electronic keyboards, uh, because that was the easiest way to do it, and uh, that was the least expensive. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was my first, uh, my very first cassette, uh, um, Crystal Silence, mm-hmm. uh, which became Crystal mm-hmm. Silence One, mm-hmm. and um, that that was a massive hit in Canada um, and throughout the world, but especially it, I was only dealing with Canada at first and uh, it became a, an amazing um, golden hit right away. And um, then I realized, well, this is, this is my path to mm-hmm. help people with the music. Mm-hmm. And of course, as I wrote more CDs, I had more uh, money to uh, do things in a more elegant way. And uh, by the time I got to Crystal Silence 3, I started uh, adding uh, real instruments. I think there's a um, classical guitar on Crystal mm-hmm. Silence 3. But after that, with the Silent Path, then I, I went more and more into live instruments and orchestration. And um, and from there, I'm, I'm doing everything. I'm doing a lot of TV work. I'm writing for uh, film, for documentaries, um, and uh, it just goes on that way. And I'm doing concerts all over the world. Mm-hmm. And um, as you know, um, well, we connected with you, yeah. Uh, yeah, Lee Carroll. And, yeah. Um, I will ask you about Lee a little bit later. But sure. could, you, could you tell me, I'm curious to know, uh, how did it start? You mentioned you started at the age of one and a half. Uh, how can a child start playing music in this age? How did what? you did you watch your parents or how how can we imagine this? Well, nothing is impossible. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my parents were not musicians at all. Mm-hmm. My father was into um, the early computers and that type of work and my mother was a secretary so my grandmother had a piano Ah. my father's mother had a an old upright piano Mm -hmm. and um she showed me how to play pieces when i was very very young when i was at that age i started playing actual pieces Mm -hmm. and um she showed me for quite a few years because it was not until I was nine years old that I actually got the opportunity to take official classical piano lessons. Mm -hmm. And um, I know this was a great sacrifice for my grandmother, but when I was nine, she said to me that if I would take uh, piano lessons, real piano lessons, she would give me her piano. Oh, (laughs) 
and you know, I still have that piano. It's, really? Uh, wow. Oh, yeah. That, mm-hmm. that piano is up at my, uh, I have a house way up in the mountains uh, on a lake. And um, that piano has been there in my, I have a studio up there. That's been there for years and years. It's not exactly playable because it's been out in the cold and the mm-hmm. damp and everything, but uh, it could be fixed up. But I still have that piano. So that's when I started uh, piano lessons and uh, studied classical music. But one of my, things was that uh, I felt I did not want to limit myself to classical music. Mm-hmm. I knew I needed that for technique, but I wanted to be able to play and uh, later on to write any kind of music, whether it be a tango or a, mm-hmm. a Mozart style piece or a Russian music or, or rock music, disco, anything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I took the lessons and I also went through university on it, but I started at age 15 playing professionally. Mm-hmm. We, uh, my friends and I put together um, a rock and roll band and we played at school dances and, you know, local events. Um, and when I was 16 or 17, I actually started playing in nightclubs. And so I play a variety of musics. Uh, I was in a, all sorts of groups. I played in Latin groups. I played in a mariachi band. I played in, um, I actually played in a Bavarian band. Mm-hmm. Where I, I had lira, my mother made me some Liederhausen. <laughs> This is funny. Liederhausen. Yeah. So I've had, I've had much exposure and um, <laughs> I, I, I loved it. I, a few years later, when I got out of university, I actually taught for four years. So I have that experience mm-hmm. of teaching, mm-hmm. uh, teaching high school band. Yeah. But later on, when I stopped that, I, I was um, the leader of a 10-piece disco band. Mm-hmm. And it was... So really all kinds of music. Yeah. All kinds It's of amazing. music. Yeah, because I only know you as spiritual musician. But... Um, I, I found in your bio the following information. Although Robert had been studying and composing music for many years, it was after taking the Silver Mind Control course that he realized how powerful sound could be in relaxing the body and opening, opening the consciousness. Then he decided to write his first album. Robert, would you like to tell us more about that experience? Oh, yes, that's a famous story. <laughs> uh, I was playing professionally, and I was playing in some um, major pop groups. I was in a famous pop group here, and I, I got to the point where I was having back pain, excruciating back pain, mm-hmm. to the point where I couldn't perform. And I went to my doctor, and my doctor sent me for physiotherapy and then um, all sorts of different therapies, e- even sending me to the uh, psychology department at, the, at one of the major hospitals to uh, talk to a psychologist or psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. And um, they were, they were going to promise um, <laughs> to teach me how to relax. But we never got to that point because I, I got totally frustrated with them. Mm-hmm. Every week I would walk in and, well, when are we going to learn how to relax? And mm-hmm. they say, oh, that, that'll be later, you know. Mm-hmm. And they, they were looking for problems that weren't even there. So 
I, I actually prayed about it. And then the next day I opened the newspaper and there was a, an advertisement for the silver mind control. They were giving a free introductory evening. Mm-hmm. And my wife at that point and I both decided, let's go to this. And we went to the free introductory evening and we were thoroughly impressed. There, there was probably, I'd say, 80 people there. 80. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a husband and wife giving the course and, and the wife uh, greeted everyone as they came in. Then she stood up front and told everyone, all those 80 people, their names. And th- that was a good you know, impression to, to start. Well, this must be a powerful course. Mm-hmm. But uh, we loved that introductory evening and immediately decided to take the course. And it lasted a whole week. And uh, by day three, my back pain was 10 times worse. Wow. <laughs> and I thought, what am I wow. doing here? Mm-hmm. And of course, at that point, I didn't understand the healing process. Mm-hmm. Uh, but by the fourth day, then it started to go away. And the fifth day, it was gone completely. Mm-hmm. And so I, I got rid of the back pain. But the, the main thing about this was that they were uh, using music in the background to help you to relax. Okay. And to help you to connect with your uh, inner self, um, to help you to go what they call to the alpha level, mm-hmm. um, you know, to a meditative state. And when I finished the course, I said, wow, this, this is amazing. And this music sounds, seems to me it'd be very easy for me to write since I'm a composer. And uh, mm-hmm. so okay. then I, mm-hmm. I quit <laughs> my, my jobs. Uh, playing in hotels and I sat down and wrote Crystal Silence. That's oh, the story. Okay, okay. That's the so, beginning of my new life. Okay, you jumped into your new life and you jumped into your um, spiritual abilities without developing by meditation and courses. You you well, jumped into it. You reawakened yeah, re- it. Yes, but there's there's a whole it's a weird thing because I had a spiritual training as a young child from the age of six or seven. My grandmother, my other grandmother, not the piano one, Mm -hmm. the other other grandmother lived in New York City. And she was studying with all these great metaphysical masters, um, Emmett Fox and uh, uh, Charles Barker, all these famous people. And, And she was intensely into that. She was psychic. She was into all these things. And she would come up to Montreal on vacations to visit us. And she started teaching me a whole bunch of spiritual things. Mm-hmm. Maybe not how to fix my back, but yeah. uh, or at least I didn't realize that. But so I had these two paths, parallel paths in my life, where part of my path was very spiritual. Mm-hmm. And um, even when I was 11, 12 years old, we started going to... Uh, um, a metaphysical center instead of a church called okay. Unity. Mm-hmm. And so I was getting all this training, plus I was doing all my music. Okay. But it was only at the point when I wrote Crystal Silence that I realized I was merging my two paths into one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this is why it became so powerful, because I just wasn't writing the notes. Mm-hmm. And I started realizing that it's not the notes that mm. count. Yeah. It's what's behind the notes. Yeah. It's your pure intent. Yeah. yeah. Yes, because I think 
if someone composes spiritual music, uh, then it actually speaks for itself that only a spiritual person can do so or a spiritual awoken person can do so so did you ever work uh, with laying hands uh, on other people or transferring energy or something similar in that direction well, like a therapist you know, I was always quite intuitive mm -hmm. uh, most of my life uh, I remember that as a young child but when I took this silver mind control course Uh, they started teaching us about uh, doing different healing techniques to use our mind mm -hmm. to connect and to, to heal other people. And then I, I actually took all the other silver mind control courses and I took the, 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 um, the highest course with uh, Jose Silva, who was the one who the, developed yeah, this whole the founder, thing. Yeah. And when I brought out Crystal Silence One. My promotional thing at that point, I didn't know anything about commerce and, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, wholesale retail and distribution. So I started going to healing groups and uh, using the music there and working on people, do a healing work on people with the hands mm -hmm. and, uh, and using the music. Mm -hmm. uh, so I've, I've done a lot of that. I, I, I know a lot about the healing hands mm -hmm. and um, I've seen a lot of magic and I wouldn't even call them miracles because yeah. the uh, things that happen using the hands, yeah. but I've seen more things happen even just using the music. Yeah. Robert, uh, we have now to take a short break and Perfect. we will be back in a few minutes. Thank you. Thank you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Marsh Engel Radio is the place for asking the big questions at the center of your success. From ways to fire up a lifestyle of your dreams to the most awe-inspired ideas to launch your entrepreneurial destiny, Marsh Engel Radio is designed to shake up the ordinary catapult your creativity, and give focus to your passions. Marsh has helped thousands, and she's ready to help you, too. Tune in every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Spiritual Help for Everyday Life with Ingrid Auer. 
If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to voiceamericawomen at ingridhour.us. That's voiceamericawomen at ingridhour.us. Now back to spiritual help for everyday life. Welcome back to my radio show. Uh, my name is Ingrid Auer and my guest today is Robert Coxon. In my previous shows, I have been talking about the Enchelling Entity Cryon, who is very important for me personally. Cryon is a very high spiritual being channeled through Lee Carroll from California. I do feel a very strong spiritual connection to Cryon and even to Lee. Robert, Lee asked you one day whether you wanted to work together with him. Could you tell us uh, this story to our listener, please? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I remember uh, we're talking maybe 14, 15 years ago. Uh, I received this phone call. I think it was in January or February. And it was Lee Carroll on the phone. And I didn't really know who he was. I had heard about crime, but I didn't know who Lee Carroll was. And um, he had been using the silent path, mm -hmm. my CD, the silent path to do all his channelings on stage. And he actually phoned me to get permission to yeah. use it because he was recording his channels. And since Lee, you know, Lee has another background as a, world-renowned recording engineer mm -hmm. he he knows the legalities of music yeah so he phoned me about that and um of course i said sure why not i you know it, it gets it gets the the music out there and it um it's helping mm -hmm. so uh i didn't mind him using it and recording it and besides it's good advertising if you think on the 3d level yeah uh, but uh, that that was very interesting but uh synchronicity in the universe is amazing you know mm -hmm. his french publisher is not in paris his french publisher is in montreal canada and i happen to be good friends with them and uh from uh crystal silence one we were we had a community here of you know uh new agers and they were part of this community the publishers so they phoned me that same Maybe the, they phoned me in March that same year saying that there was going to be an event with uh, Lee Carroll and uh, Greg Braden, I think, and mm -hmm. there was a few others. And they wanted me to come and uh, do um, a, a half-hour concert at that event. Mm -hmm. So I went to the event and did that. And when I was setting up in the morning, um, setting up my equipment, Lee Carroll came in on stage to uh, do a sound check. And that's when we first met. Mm -hmm. And it was as if we'd known each other forever, you yeah. know. And uh, he said to me, wow, uh, you know, Jan Tober, that was his partner mm -hmm. at that point, And mm -hmm. she was touring with him. Uh, before we do the, the, the channel, she does a guided meditation. It would be awesome if you could play, you know, play music behind her, maybe the silent path or something. And I said, sure, why not? And then he, he, uh, he got really bold and said, you know, for the channel, it would be even more awesome if you could play for the channel. Mm -hmm. 
And I said, forget it, Lee. I'm not doing that. No, no, <laughs> I'm joking. He, he said he said to me, well, you know, I know you have a contract and you're in the union and that, but, you know, you think maybe. I said, yeah, of course, of course. So that was our very first time uh, channeling together mm-hmm. because um, we are both channeling. I'm channeling when I'm playing that music. Yeah. Um, the other synchronistic thing about that whole how we started together was for three or four years before that, maybe no, two years, two or three years before that, I had been playing channeled music. Um, one day I went to Unity, which was the metaphysical center that I'd gone to as a child. They were selling my uh, crystal silences and my, you know, my various uh, cassettes and CDs. And they said to me, oh, Robert, you have to come. We have a new um, teacher here, a new minister. And I said, well, I don't go to church. And they said, well, come Wednesday evening. Mm-hmm. And I went Wednesday evening, and there was the, the minister or, the, the, or the, the teacher up there uh, doing this uh, teaching. And then he did this long half-hour meditation, and he was using crystal silence too. Really? <laughs> And so when we walked out, you know, he's standing at the door thanking everyone for coming and shaking their hands. And I come up to him and said, you know, I'm the guy that wrote that. And we became best friends. Uh. (laughs) And he said, well, you know, maybe you could come and play. So I started coming and performing. I brought a synthesizer and there was a piano there. And I'd play the music while he'd do these guided meditations, which were not written out. They were channeled. Mm -hmm. And then he said, Finally, I ended up being the music director. And so on Sunday, we would have one service and we'd have the Wednesday. And then there got to be so many people. There were two services on Sunday. So I was bathing myself in channeling music. And it was during that time that I actually, the pieces came through for, I'd say, 80% of the pieces for the Silent Path came through. Mm -hmm. And... So I did, uh, I, I was ready to sit on stage with Lee Carroll yeah. and channel. Uh-huh. And the other synchronistic thing, my wife at that time, uh, Lena Chenyi, uh, she and I had studied channeling. Uh-huh. And we ended up, I ended up teaching other people how to channel. And Lena became a channel, a very good channel. And she was channeling the 12 Atlanteans. Uh-huh. So this was a business of ours. Yeah. And so when Lee turned up and wanted me to, to accompany him and uh, to do cryon, like it wasn't something scary for me. It was something very normal. normal yeah. The universe had totally prepared me yeah. for that first experience. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I performed that day with Lee. And then the next day, um, they were flying off to, to France, but we had brunch together with the, the, um, publishers and him and I and, and Lena. And um, he said, wow, Robert, I know it's too late now, but I would wish I could be bringing you to France. But next year I will. Mm-hmm. And also at this event, his organizer for the USA was there. Yeah. And his organizer said, well, next time we have um, another event uh, within driving distance for you, uh, we'd like to invite you. Mm-hmm. So... 
their idea of driving distance was actually quite far. <laughs> so <laughs> I, did, the I did the next event, Montreal to Detroit. Okay. <laughs> That's like, like going to, from Munich Sarah down to, uh, to Mallorca, you know. Mm-hmm, yeah. And um, anyways, I did that. And then uh, I kept on working with him and um, I became um, one of the main team members. Mm-hmm. And, um, he was not going very far all over the world. He was going to France. I went to France the next year with him. And, um, of course, I at that point, I was number one in France for five years wow. with the Silent Path. So mm-hmm. I was well known there. So mm-hmm. we had thousands of people there. And um, then we started going all over the world. And um, we do more all over the world than USA now. So okay. I'm still with him. I, yeah. Great. Yeah, no, I know. I enjoy that. Uh, I have some few personal questions uh, to you because you have a greech that I can ask you. Uh, oh, okay. We all know that there are times when everyone seems to come to a place in his or her life when something familiar ends and new developments are on the horizon. Not just spiritually, things also change on the level of the personality and so quite often life sends us challenges. Mm-hmm. We have to deal with. So I remember a conversation you and I had when you mentioned that you have worked with my spiritual tools, the angel and master symbols and or essences. I have. Yes. Yeah. I just want to mention that um, when we're talking about them, we know, we both know that they are not only aromatherapy because uh, they are channeled and also the symbols are not just random symbols but also channels and both are spiritual tools with a very high vibration which are channeled from the other side or the other side of the wheel if you will so right uh, and um, I felt very honored to have got a mission to make them available for so many people around the world in the meantime who are ready for those tools. And they are very, very effective, and many healers and spiritual persons use them for the work. So, Mm -hmm. Robert, would you mind uh, sharing with us how you yourself use the symbols, or do you use them for body work, for energy work, for self-reflection, or meditation, or or how do you use them? Well, this morning when I woke up, I decided I was going to choose three of Ingrid's cards uh, that would um, give me a sign of what I was to learn that day, what my lessons were for today, and how I was going to uh, go beyond these lessons Mm -hmm. and accomplish things. So I did that. And I I use the cards for all sorts of things. Um, I can just think of, if I don't have a specific answer for something, how am I going to do this? Then I'll take out the cards, and I always get the right card. You know, that's the thing with the, these cards don't lie. Yeah. You always get the right one. Yeah, they <laughs> and, are not and, always quite comfortable. <laughs> yeah, and, and but it's it's not, sometimes you don't want to admit that it's the right card either. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're in denial about something, yeah. you know, but then you, then your um, guides are telling you, no, no, this is the right card uh-huh. for you. Did you and also 
Sorry, did you also use them laying on your body to to fill up the chakras, or because they are not only uh, tools to to help us to realize and to learn on the mental thing, but also to fill up and transform our blockages uh, oh, of in of the course. in our subtle bodies. Yeah, yeah, of course they. Um I will put them on certain parts of my body if I feel I need to work on something. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe if I'm angry at something, I'll put something, I'll take the right cards somehow uh, and put it over the liver. Mm -hmm. And and then it'll help release the anger and, and bring in the, you know, the, the passion for okay. life. Um, I use the cards also in combination um, with uh, the Qigong. I've been doing Qigong mm -hmm. for maybe nine, eight, nine years. And so I place the cards on the floor around me, the cards, the specific cards I've chosen to work on that day. Mm -hmm. So I will, uh, as I bring in the energy of Mother Earth, I'm bringing the energy of the cards to change my DNA structure. Yeah. Um, that's how they're very powerful. Oh, it's great. It's great. Uh, of course, I have to, I have to say one thing that, um, I have an advantage that uh, one of your dear friends happens to be my partner, Lily Wong, Lily, yeah. who's mm -hmm. been uh, using and teaching yeah. in Spanish uh, uh, the, the power of your cards yeah. uh, for a few years. And, of course, I have the advantage of her teaching me how to use them properly, mm. although... They seem to work any way you decide that you want yeah. them to work. Yeah, you know? this is true. You don't have, you don't have to follow any uh, any instruction, but you're very oh. intuitive and spiritual person. So, if you take it into your hands, you can. I think you can feel the energy yes. and feel the energy flowing through your body, oh, through your yeah, subtle definitely. layers. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, but, but it's all. Know, yeah, sorry. Yes, some people need that guidance because yeah. it's it's something totally new to them. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And they need some inspiration or some just a small instruction, and then they they start playing. I say play. It's not really playing, yeah. but you should be in the mood of play. Play with the angels. Play with the a spiritual tool. How how to use this for yourself? Because everybody is different from others. And there are so many healers, midwives, teachers. Uh, they are using the symbols, and they say they are. Uh, some of them say that they are medicine of the new age. I am not allowed to say oh, this. Sure. Yeah. Also, the well, essences. Yeah. But uh, yes. No, um, what they what they are doing is is um, uh, there's a s energy pattern in, in each card. Mm -hmm. Just like, just like a melody, it's it's like a melody, but on a card. You know, it's it's, it's like music uh, that's going to help you to heal something. Will have a certain mathematical structure. Yeah, and there is a, a structure within these cards, an energy structure. And as soon as you get into energy, you get into mathematics because of the waveforms. Yeah, and uh, this is how uh, what I see um, the body. Um, what we call entrainment mm -hmm. wants to be always in harmony with this environment. So if its environment is that card, the body is going to strive to be in harmony with that card. Mm -hmm. um, 
whatever that, you know, if, if you're thinking of um, transformation, I transform all my thoughts to, yeah. um, um, to uh, wonderful experiences. That card um, is going to help you do it because your body is, is wanting to be in sync with it. Just mm-hmm. as people listen to music, the body always wants to synchronize into the music. Mm-hmm. That's, the symbols yeah. also are energized by the angels and the ascended masters, so they also contain energies, angel energies and master energies. Like of course. A, a CD contains, it's not the right word, but contains music. Uh, music is stored um, yeah, on, on the CD, and yeah. also angel and master energy is, is saved or stored on, on the symbols. But oh, Robert, definitely. Yeah, yes. thank you. This was really interesting for me. But now we have to make a short break, and uh, we'll Perfect. come back in a few minutes. Thank you. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. And join us for a replay of the show on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. No matter what your current situation is, you have a unique story to your life. It's a dynamically changing story that requires constant adjustments to lifestyle and environment. That includes your home. As you continue to enhance your living space, you are also making overall improvements to increase the value of your home. Join Laura Minniff each Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time for dynamic insights for your home environment on the Voice America Women's Channel. And start living now. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You are listening to Spiritual Help for Everyday Life with Ingrid Auer. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to voiceamericawomen at ingridauer.us. That's voiceamericawomen at ingridauer.us. Now back to Spiritual Help for Everyday Life. Welcome back to my radio show. I'm Ingrid Auer and my guest today is Robert Coxon from Montreal in Canada. We speak about uh, music and spirituality and how music can open up our hearts 
um, and to become even more conscious and uh, understand more about spirituality. In my home country, Austria, I work together with two musicians. Uh, this is Andy Eicher and Wolfgang Tyral. They have composed meditation music for me. Over the years, I have recorded 10 meditation CDs, but only in my mother language, Germans. German, of course, not in English. When these musicians did a project with a local hospital, it was really interesting for them to realize how positive the patients in that hospital reacted to the music, even on the physical side. So many of us already realized music supports us with healing vibrations and even scientists prove this fact. But music also can influence us on a physical level, for example, affecting blood pressure. It also has an impact on motoric functions and therefore music supports the body in a big way or to heal itself or to help the body to awaken the self-healing uh, forces or strengths. I don't know the right word now. On a mental level, music is capable of stimulating memory and train the brain for better function. And on the emotional level, music can activate feelings and help to let emotions flow when they have been buried. Robert, I'm sure that people have similar experiences with your music. Can you tell us something about this? I could go on for days talking about... Uh, <laughs> People that have been healed yeah. listening to my music. Um, the music does not do the healing. The music opens you up yeah. to who you really are, which is the healthy person. Because the master is never sick. Mm -hmm. um, and music works on many levels. Uh, I remember down in uh, South America and in, in Chile, I had a medical uh, doctor come to a session with me. I was doing their soul masterpiece music and they had to tell me the story of one of their patients. They had been working with for 10 years, uh, a patient who had fibromyalgia and they tried everything and nothing worked. Mm -hmm. And this was on a Wednesday. So, so Monday, two days before the, the doctor decided to uh, give one of my CDs, I think it was the Prelude to Infinity, to this um, patient. The patient went home and listened to it overnight, came back on Tuesday, and all symptoms of fibromyalgia had disappeared completely. Um, I've seen things happen uh, on, on stage where people, uh, one man who had swollen ankles, he could hardly walk. Mm -hmm. And as he's talking to me, there's the music in the background where during a break, as he's talking to me, his ankles are getting smaller and smaller and smaller till they get to normal. And there, there was a medical nurse there watching this and she was totally amazed, you know. Mm -hmm. But, I, or the man who jumped up in a cryon session said I've been healed wow. after I just played uh, coming home mm -hmm. and he had uh, ringing in the ears and it completely what they call tinnitus 
and it had completely disappeared during mm-hmm. that piece of music. Um, and the thing about this man was his hearing was so important for him because he was uh, legally blind. Mm-hmm. So he bought the music and went home. And six months later, Lee Carroll saw him at another event that I wasn't at. And th- that sound had not come back. But then a year later, Lee saw the, the man again at another event. And the man wasn't blind anymore. Wow. wow so, that's great. you know, there, there's real heavy evidence mm-hmm. there uh, how powerful music can be. Yeah. Um, just like your cards, it gets to the level of the changing the DNA, changing your yeah. whole outlook yeah. of your future. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Uh, it's amazing. And uh, the spiritual tools for our time now are di- totally different to the tools we had before. But what I love is to combine, to be to combine maybe gemstones and singing bowls and colors, for example, with your healing music or my healing essences and symbols. Right. Um, I personally have a very strong affiliation with music. I love, for instance, South American music or reggae music, but you can uh, you can think or you can realize that I also like, like classical music, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. music of the Baroque right. from, from the masters like Johann Sebastian Bach or mm-hmm. Georg Friedrich Handel or Arcangelo Corelli. And I also love to dance. You didn't mm-hmm. know this, I think, but you even channeled that for me once without knowing that. Would you like to tell us more about your channeled soul music, Robert? Sure. Um, I used to run all over the world. You know, when I was um, doing crying events, I would take an extra day or two and I would have people uh, book a session with me and I would create their music. Mm-hmm. A soul, their soul music, and uh, you know, a five, ten minute piece of music. Um, at one point, I decided, no, I'll do it in my studio from a photograph. Mm-hmm. So uh, I live up on the top of Mount Gabriel, of course, uh, Archangel Mount Gabriel, mm-hmm. and uh, I have a special studio here. So people send me their photograph or send us their photograph because I watch look at the photograph and i'm getting in touch with their higher self when i'm told what the, i'm guided as to what the music should be to help them with whatever they need to get to their next level of growth and uh, that could be absolutely anything and then the music pours out mm-hmm. and at the same time what we usually do for most people they also order uh, lily's um, sacred codes that she designs and a mantra. So we combine this together mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> they, they get their music, they get comments from the both of us and they get the, uh, the mantra and they get the design of the sacred code, which is sort of like a mantra. And uh, this is powerful. The music is powerful in itself, but when you add various things such as uh, your essences or uh, certain uh, crystals, uh, because the crystals are amplifiers, mm-hmm. uh, your cards, they, they all work as a gestalt. Yeah. So, so you don't, it's not 
when you add something else, it's not twice as powerful. It may be 10 times more powerful Yeah. because they all work as a team then um, to, to create whatever is needed, the, yeah. the, the healing, the, the transformation, uh, yeah. the releasing. And, yeah, and the higher, the higher the spiritual or the vibration or the consciousness of persons, the higher the, the vibrations of the tools have to be. And so oh, in definitely, this, yeah, in this time, it's much more important to to care for uh, getting high vibrational tools because even the, the children of the new age they don't have reactions to homeopathy. Homeopathy, you see, sorry, right, right. <laughs> right. So because they have such a high uh, vibration on themselves that they have a very high vibrational tools. Otherwise, there wouldn't be some effects. Well, so, yes, what you need is always to go to a higher level yeah. than what you're at yes. for your transformation. Yes, the absolutely. tools have to be on a higher level than yeah. you are. I totally yeah. agree, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When I do live channelings for groups, I always have spiritual background music, whether it is for small groups like 20 people or for big groups. Uh, groups like at the Angel Congress in Salzburg where I have got an invitation and channeled Mary Magdalene in front of a few hundred persons. This wow. was a really, really um, it was a on the, un, on the one side it was a challenge for me but it was really impressive and I always when I always channel for persons for personal uh, for persons or groups of persons I always use music because music mm -hmm. helps me to let go and to connect with the angels and the ascended masters of or other high beings so I feel or fell into the music and uh, there's also a lot of healing energy that gets transmitted while I'm channeling um But also you can reconnect with potentials from earlier lifetimes or to reactivate memories of past knowledge and other dimensions. So uh, it's one of my missions to do the channelings and I always use either your music or the music from my two musicians in Austria. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, also healers are using music in combination with my spiritual tools and mm -hmm. they use them for waiting rooms because the music is playing softly in the background and not only patients get karma inside, they are also opening for energetic and spiritual healing energies. So I think more and more therapists and doctors are awakening now and they are opening up for their own spirituality and they realize that the real healing can also can only be on a spiritual level in combination with the other levels but without spiritual um, level you won't um, heal anybody And I think the higher, as we mentioned before, the higher the frequency of a person, the higher the consciousness, the higher should be the, the tool or, or the music that helps them. Robert, we have a few minutes left. I would like to ask you a last question about compassion. Uh, you have recorded uh, a wonderful music, a wonderful album with, comp uh, with the title Compassion and Cry and Lee Carroll. Uh, he also channels this during the last year. Both of you, both of us, you and me, we know that there are no coincidences, uh, mm. but 
synchronicity. Would you like to comment this with a few words about geosity and? It 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 is very interesting. The synchronicity there. Uh, this new CD called Passion, Compassion, Alegria. Um, I I thought up the title a few months before um, Cryon started talking about compassion. Mm-hmm. Compassion, and all of a sudden, there's compassion talk everywhere. It, it's as if we're moving into the energy of compassion. Mm-hmm. And what the way I understand this, it's not compassion for others, it's compassion for ourselves to start with, because we can't have compassion for others unless we have compassion yeah. for ourselves. Yeah. And um, that passion for life, that's what I, I mean in this, and the alegria or the joy, the happiness. And the formula of those three things together is the universal love. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's, Lee and I seem to, well, you know, I'm connected with Cryon too, even though I'm, I, I may be sitting here right now, I can, I can be talking with Cryon. Yeah. Because um, that's Me what I'm too. doing on stage. <laughs> yeah. Um, when, when Lee is on stage channeling, people think he's channeling and I'm playing some music in the background. It's not uh-huh. that at all. Uh-huh. Lee's channeling, I'm channeling, and uh-huh. Cryon is up there. So we create the Trinity. Yeah. And that's how the, the profoundness <clears throat> in what the music is doing is opening up the people's consciousness so that they can understand as they receive the messages from Cryon, they can uh-huh. understand them and, and integrate them into their lives. Yeah. And the thing we're integrating now is compassion. Yeah. That's what the universe is about right yeah. now. Yeah. Robert, I think we are at the end of our <clears throat> show. I would like to talk to you for hours and hours because it's really interesting to learn more about Robert Coxon, even the private Robert Coxon. So thank you so much for this interview. I really love to talk with you. Thank you, Robert. I thank you. It's been wonderful talking with you too and uh, sharing with your audience. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you to the audience and have a great time. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Spiritual Help for Everyday Life with Ingrid Auer. Please join us again next Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel for another edition. Have a wonderful week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.